0: When good news is bad news is good news. The jobs report reversal. Hi, Peter Navarro here with our weekly economy and market wrap for the week ending October 6th, 2023. And oh, what a week it was. For any newbies to this podcast and substack, let's recall that I've been bearish on the U.S. stock market. So far, that call is tracking pretty well. Over the last two months, the S&P 500 peaked at about 4,600 at the end of July and closed today at about 4,300. It's about a 7% haircut for a 401k or IRA holding the, quote, market. Of course, this was not a straight line fall, but rather quite a volatile one marked by a strong bear market trap push back to around 4,500 on September 1st. During this time, cash has certainly been a safer bet as short-term money market rates are grinding out a riskless 5% nominal return, roughly offsetting any losses to your capital from inflation. Meanwhile, during this two-month period, the leveraged triple short of the S&P 500 that I like to watch, the exchange-traded fund SPXU, has gone from about 10 bucks to a close today of $11.77. That's around an 18% gain. Of course, these are the kind of grim, bearish statistics that the Towson, CNBC and Fox Business and Bloomberg love to ignore. Instead, they tell you to, quote, buy the dip, unquote. But in this case and in these times, that is just dippy in my judgment. Come now to the big news items of the week. For starters, over last weekend we had a piece of what was supposed to be good news that was supposed to rally the stock market. This was then House Speaker Kevin McCarthy's deal with the Democrat and Rhino Devils to kick the debt ceiling can down the road for yet another 45 days. The spin here, was that the market was falling because of uncertainty over a government's shutdown. So, as the spin went, if a deal was reached, that uncertainty would be eliminated and the market should rally. Hmm. Well, McCarthy got his deal, but the market fell anyway, and so did the feckless McCarthy fall from the speaker throne several days later. Uh, If you know me, you know it's good riddance. My own view is that both the bond and stock markets would, if not ralliedly, stop their bleeding if in the next 40 days or so, Congress actually comes up with a bipartisan deal that would significantly reduce the massive budget deficits projected annually over the next 10 years. It is this prospect of being driven over a fiscal cliff by a profligate Biden White House and Democrat-slash-RINO Congress that is now raising inflationary and recessionary expectations in a classic 1970s stagflation scenario. Now, here was the good news is bad news is good news item that we should treat with caution. It started in Friday a.m. before the market opened as the jobs report blew away estimates. Employers not only added 336,000 jobs in September, the most since January, it was also close to double double that of median estimates of the number. Meanwhile, the unemployment rate held steady at 3.8%. Of course, on this seeming good news, The market tanked at the open. Analysts saw the good news as bad news as it increased the probability of yet another rate hike by the Fed at the November meeting. Yet, yet, hours later, the market had a change, a bad news heart, and the S&P 500 underwent a massive bullish reversal rising 1.18% on the day with a more than 2% swing overall. What are we to make of this? Simply that the blowout job numbers are also signaling a blowout real GDP economic growth number for the third quarter. The Atlanta Fed is predicting 4.9%, a full two points higher than the blue chip forecast consensus for real GDP. If real GDP growth is that fast, it must also be the case that there will be robust earnings. And since stock prices are driven by earnings, this may be why the market decided on Friday to buy, buy, buy. My takeaway from this bullish reversal is that we are not back to a bull market, but rather back to a trading range market where any short side speculation may get your fingers singed. And any long side speculation will likely have a short shelf life. No pun intended. Why might this be so? Simply because a real GDP growth rate of nearly 5% is both totally unsustainable and totally inflationary. What today's action means then, in the longer run, is continued high interest rates and inflation rates. And by the way, as bad as the stock market has been over the last several months, the bond market has been far, far worse since Joe Biden got into the White House. It is in absolute freefall, suffering multi-trillion dollar losses and massive percent haircuts, even worse than the bond market routes of both 2008 and nineteen eighty one. The mechanics are pretty simple. Bond prices are inversely related to the inflation rate. So if you own, say, a 10-year bond and the inflation rate rises, the price you could get for that bond in the market falls. So as interest rates under the Biden economics regime have climbed from near zero to over 5%, bond portfolios have been hammered. In fact, it was the losses on the value of bonds that triggered the recent banking crisis. So, the next time your broker or a CNBC tout says bonds are, quote, safer, unquote, than stocks, tell him au contraire, mon bozo. By the way, I should note here that my biggest nerd laugh of the week came from an article in the financial press in which one bond market analyst was praying for a stock market route because that would be the only way bonds could become relatively more attractive in this rising interest rate environment. All right, well, stay tuned. I'll have more to say about all of this next week in the substack, uh, particularly the debt ceiling uh, drama, melodrama, as it were. For now, that's it. This is indeed a time to very cl- pay cl- very close attention to the financial news, And please be very careful with your nest egg in these difficult times. In my household, cash remains king. Peter Navarro, out.
1: Look around and tell me what you see Every day, more people in the street said i used to work in a factory right now i don't work for anything Send our jobs away As the CEOs get richer And our jobs all move offshore We go to the store and spend our money Send all the dollars overseas This is the land we're trading. Now he's back home, huh? living with mom again. Cause there's no bright future for a working man like him. Oh, oh, oh. Go to the store and spend the money, send our dollars overseas. Siento